should not be here today. Sun is shining. It's a beautiful day outside. We should rejoice today in the majesty of God. We woke in our right mind with health and strength in our body. The reality is we should not be here today. Black man, a son, a father, a friend, a brother. We shouldn't. I told you not to take so goddamn long with this damn eulogy. Ladies and gentlemen, we are here today to celebrate the life of Aubrey Drake Graham. After the story of Adderdon dropped, nothing was the same. Over the course of the years, when you could tell that the man was so caught up in himself and his fortune and his fame and the ladies that he was so far gone. He lost the ability to view himself from the outside and, and to take a account of what he was able to do. Gone forever are the times and the the the, the boasting and the brags and the, the 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 whole persona. The rapper Drake is forever dead. I was sitting down. I was sitting down trying to write this eulogy and I thought to myself, if only I can give this man more life. But I realized because I was reading what I wrote that it was too late. If only Drake would listen to my words, if he would only had listened to me tell him to not respond, he would have been able to thank me later. Now we're sitting here mourning a career and, and, and a rapper that was never really a rapper. Never truly a lyricist, never truly an MC, but at the same time, it's it's so sad to lose a life so long. We are here today to celebrate what was the career of R.B. Drake Graham as a rapper. He will continue to live through his pop star persona. He will continue to live through the dances. He will continue to live through the pill poppers. He will continue to live through the millennials, but hip hop will forever know Drake got murdered. You see, when you step too far out of your lane, when you get too comfortable and complacent with the fact that you've never been tested, when you let your fans hype you up, forever let this, this career, this moment, let this sacrifice of Drake be a warning to all the other fake MCs around the world. Let this be a warning for everyone to stay in their pop star lane. Let this be a warning that you do not test a true rapper when you yourself are not built like that let this forever be a testament to all the deadbeat fathers to all the ones that that don't own their kids let this be a testament to them let us all learn from the sacrifice that arby has made for the greater good let's take a moment of silence for drake Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of The Breaks Radio. Be real, excel as king should. I am one of your co-hosts, Johnny. I am also joined by my brothers, Ralph and Hayes. Fellas, what's going on? How y'all feeling? Man, feeling good, man. How y'all doing, man? Chilling, you know. I'm living. 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 <laughs> so, I guess to start this week's episode, um, it seems like hip-hop beef is back. Now we all know um Drake and Pusha T has come to an end basically. Uh but we also have Takashi 69 
versus Chief Keef. And we also have Lil Uzi Vert. That's that's Ralph Mans versus Rich the Kid. <clears throat> now the latter two, the latter two beefs, I don't think they're on wax at all. They're like just real life shit. Like they running up on each other. Now I felt kind of weird actually researching this shit. Like I, to actually type in Takashi Six Nine and Chief Keef is like what the what am I doing in my life? But <laughs> so if I'm not mistaken. Takashi has been like trolling Chief Keef, right? Like on Instagram and shit and all that. Like he basically dared Chief Keef to like to like hurt him or kill him or something. Like he gave, I think he gave him like forty eight hours and like nothing happened. So he's just still trolling. Like what's what's really going on, man? Listen, Takashi is is not long for this hip hop world, and I'm not saying the man's <laughs> gonna lose his life, but he's gonna have to go into hiding. The man is in Chicago. After he's been told not to, his music is banned from the from the city, and just like, hey, he's not walking around in the hood, but still, he's going to Chicago, disrespecting. And while I don't want to point the finger and blame the shots that were fired at Chief Keith on him, come on now, Chief Keith was in New York, got got shot at, and then when Takashi was asked about it, all he said is, "Oh no, I want to, I want to work with him. Let me, I wonder how much it is for a feature." These are just young cat, young dumbass dudes, man. This is all all jokes aside. These are just it's it's Takashi's an idiot. I thought Chief Keef was an idiot too, but this is this is getting real, man. All jokes. Well, this was, if this was so the nineties, Takashi would already dead. Oh yeah, it's funny because Keef has been chilling. Like we haven't heard anything about Chief Keef. True. Like honestly, like he drops his mixtapes here and there. Not to say that I listen, but they're out there. Right. They they are out there. So. He's been consistently putting out music. So Takashi just somehow they cross hairs. And why? It's entertaining still to me. Uh <laughs> I love it. I'm here I, for all the smoke. Like and this and this this kid Takashi, like, I feel like he's just like trying to troll to like just does he even put out music? Clearly, yeah. I don't know. <clears throat> he does, but yeah, I don't listen to the shit. I don't know, man. I, I just feel like in in another 12 months or so, we won't like, not because somebody's going to hurt him, but I just don't think he'll be in the spotlight anymore because everybody be tired of his antics. Like, it's just, it's just weird. Like, just stop. Takashi, if you're listening, stop. He trolls so much with gang culture. That's the problem for, yeah. well, at least that raises an alarm for me. Like, you know, if that's what you do, fine. But, bruh, like, you troll Crips, Bloods, GDs, like, you, you troll everybody. Like, he uses everybody's <laughs> lingo. Like, family like okay which, like i <laughs> which is interesting because nobody has like retaliated yet which i'm i'm very surprised by like this is crazy so do i we mean think, do you think takashi got smoke like like does he have pull like that because like you said by now somebody would have tested him and they haven't yet like the, the man is literally walking around doing whatever the fuck he wants to do i don't know man i i don't know I don't know who his OG is. I don't know. He must have something over a lot of people because, like you said, nobody has tried to test him yet. Some, something ain't right. Something ain't right. He shouldn't be able to just go around talking how you talking to everybody. Yeah. It should, it's, it's just wild. He just, need, he just need a good spanking, that's all. Where his parents at? Shit. He has good parents. You didn't see his school, the high school picture? Yeah, he went to a private school. And his parents have a real good marriage. Marriage. Like, fat, fat. <laughs> and that, that, I know that's oh, the like, line from Eight Mile. Name, is it, I'm about to say, is his name Clarence? No, but dead serious. I mean, it I'm might like, as well be right. Like, like dead serious. Like he 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 went to a private school. Like 
he wore a shirt and tie to go to school every day. Like, like you saw pictures of him be- before he became a rapper. Like the dude didn't have no tattoos. His hair was pulled. He had a man bun. Like fam, you. He had a man bun. You yes. can't troll me. He used to wear a man bun. No, no, no. He looked. He looked like uh, one of the younger members of the Beatles. Like when they came out, that's how he looked in his high school picture. Facts. I'm not even bullshit. His parents must and be his real, mafia. His real shit name. His real name is Daniel. <laughs> So all y'all that Takashi is trolling, y'all letting a cat named Daniel troll y'all. I, I love it. Like just I mean, <laughs> I have nothing, man. Like it it's just more so funny to me. I I, uh, I really like I I feel stupid at even talking about it, but I don't know. Okay, so let me ask y'all this. How long before he people just stop ignore people just start ignoring him or somebody like physically hurts him? How long? Yeah, well, it's good that he's going. Like, besides, game has tried to come at him as far as not physically, but but lyrically. Um, but really, Takashi stays focused on his contemporaries. Like, if he tries to test an OG, it's done. Like, oh yeah, that's a fact. That's a fact. So yeah. maybe that's what it is. Just his his class, his peers, or just like you know, they ain't really about. They ain't really, or maybe they don't really care enough. To want to retaliate when you control what's the uh catch me outside girl name like that that's who he beefs with you know what i'm saying like uh, if you beef with somebody like that okay but let's let's let and i know none of us really listen to his music but i just looked it up so he had a he's only had a mixtape release so far the mixtape debuted at number four on the top on the billboard top 200 so he he's he's pulling sales he's he's is it because of the trolling though? oh absolutely absolutely I'll say this, like, he has a level of energy with his stage performances, though. Like, it's like somebody's fucking with that music. And I think it's bigger than the troll. I mean, well, trolls play a part of it, but the Mm. music has to have something, too. It got to, or else. It it has to have something. Yeah. Like, okay, I'm going to give y'all an example of somebody that that was a troll and that started making music, but it's not, I I know this is bad, but Ice JJ Fish. <laughs> Let's move on. Let's move on. That's it. <laughs> like I never thought this man would be mentioned on the breaks, but yeah, it's time. To, it's time to move on, man. Speaking <laughs> speaking of more mumble rap, uh, Lil Uzi and Rich the Kid they got into a scuffle, a kerfuffle yes. at, at Starbucks in Pennsylvania after Can after we- National Black People Day at Starbucks. They they go into Starbucks and have this kerfuffle. Wow. I love it. <laughs> Can we can we just go on record to say that little Uzi Vert is is more about that action than Drake? Can can we can we just go on record and saying that? Like, don't get me wrong. Little Uzi Vert gotta be about 5'4, 120. And this man, like, come on now. Let the size fool you. Any 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 male that is cool enough with you know. Wearing the type of clothes he wears and shimmying in public all the time. Not saying there's anything wrong with that, but any man that is willing to do that, I wouldn't fuck with him. Well, that's the thing, though. Is the, how, is, did is he? Did like, he? Oh, go, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Did he actually throw hands, or did he? Because I, I, I've read it a couple ways. I read that he like smacked him, and I read that like they they pushed each other. Like, let's not act like the man just went out there and two piece somebody. Like, I mean, he did the typical St. Louis nigga shit. Like, we're gonna keep pushing each other to somebody throw a punch. So, I mean, he it's not like he he hit him he hit him up for real. 
from from what I heard, he he found he caught him out. Um, Uzi called Rich the Kid outside of the Starbucks. He stood there with his hand under his shirt, you know, standing how Uzi stand, and was like, "What's up?" And Rich the and Rich the Kid was hiding well, behind his know, people. He wanted no smoke. Like, and, and Uzi was by himself. It looked like he was by himself. Oh shit. But he jumped across that counter though, real with the quickness. Like, why are you running from Uzi, man? Like, he, Uzi's from Philly, man. Like, regard, like regardless, like he he has some level of being, of a man, like just a just being a man. I don't know how gangster he is. I don't want to get into all that, but it's just he, he's he still a man, though, right? Like, facts. Yeah. Don't fuck with me. It's kind of like I, did y'all ever see the video of Tory Lanez and uh, and Travis Scott on the bus? No, I heard the audio though, because Tory Lanez was like. Tory Lanez was with the shits. <laughs> like, and about Travis me. Scott wanted no smoke. He's like, hey man, we can just go outside. Like, we can go. Right. What you what you trying to do? Like, man. Travis Scott wanted nothing with Tory That Lanez. is hilarious, man. That is Tory Lanez is my height, I think. Or shorter. I don't know. Man. You're not that short, Johnny. I am short. You're I'm not five, that short. Seven. I'm five seven. Bruh. You're not oh. that short. According according to Twitter and Instagram, I'm a fucking dwarf. Shit, I don't know. Listen, <laughs> listen. There's niggas in New Baden right now standing on the block that are two inches shorter than you. But you're not that short. New Baden? Baden. <laughs> That's the most random city. <laughs> well, summer, fellas. You say what? Search for summer. That's all right. I got. It's not going Well, I have to give my my version of this eulogy, so follow me here. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to lay to rest a man who was falsely considered hip-hop royalty. A person who, in my opinion, never really had to prove himself as an MC until just recently. People just accepted him because he was light-skinned and catered to women. We are here to lay to we are here to lay to rest the man everyone knew as Drake. This man captured the hearts of many people through his singing rap career. But when it comes to rap beefs, he has been below subpar. He sang to Meek Mill during their beef and only won because Meek didn't reply. He ran to get help so he wouldn't so he would not have to respond to Pusha T. We all know this. After he started off being disrespectful. Because of this. Drake is no more. From now on, he must be referred to as Aubrey, and he can no longer be able to rap or take shots at MCs again. Let's just give a moment of silence for Drake. All right, we out. Uh, speaking of surgical summer, so let's 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 put this Pusha T Drake shit to bed. Like it's dead. we broke we broke down the bars last week, um, which is dope by the way. So everybody go check that out. So since then, Jay Prince. Um, has basically apparently told Drake not to respond. Jay Prince also told us that Drake has recorded a response that is possibly career-ending to Kanye and Pusha T. Do we believe this, guys? Jay Prince was on, I can't remember, he's done so many interviews lately in which he, he admitted that he there was no diss track recorded. He heard the ingredients he, is how he worded of a, of a diss track. There's no fucking track that... Like, l- oh, let me ask God. you this. Let me ask you this. Dead serious. We all respect rap. If I dissed you, Johnny, mm-hmm. are you going to call the OG and be like, hey, look, this is what I'm going to say? No, you're going to record your track. 
I'm going straight to the booth. Like I'm bringing my I'm bringing my guys with me. We going to the booth. So we are. Yeah. This is what I'm ta- I'm thinking. What happened is that Drake and and even uh, Jay Prince said that it would have been more damaging for Kanye than push. Drake sent out that hundred thousand. Couldn't find nothing on push. Probably could find something on Kanye because Lord knows that man done some shit. And then like was like this is what I got. Word got back to Jay Prince. Jay Prince was probably like, look, you know what? I'm going on my book tour. We can save you the embarrassment. I'll say, because, you know, the title of his book is something in respect. I'll keep using the word disrespect. It'll help me with my sales and my and my promotion tour. You can fade off. Go finish Scorpion. I got you. That's what happened. There's no track. Okay. I'm I'm glad that we're we're real and we're not in the industry because I I don't know why nobody said Jay Prince is lying, man. Like I don't want to hear none of that bullshit, bro. The man's <laughs> losing. Like Jay Prince is the you know Drake's OG in this rap game. He's the one that discovered him. So it's just like, all right, if you want to protect your investment, cool. But when you know when has Jay Prince ever popped the fuck up for Drake before? We always heard about him discovering Drake, but I ain't never heard him mention Drake. Like I mean, I know Jay Prince isn't the most public you know, vocal guy. Right. But still, like, like you wasn't like when he was dancing all around on Meek, where was you at then? He he could have ended Meek's career. Especially in this social media age. Niggas mean Meek to death. For real. When Chris Brown tried to hit Drake in the face with a bottle, where was Jay Prince at? See? Man, come on, man. Like Drake Drake been beefing with everybody, man. This ain't his first rodeo, man. And, and now all of a sudden that Drake has all the pressure on him. Like all the pressure. Like he had like to call he almost Big about to be a diamond type shit. <clears throat> he had to go call somebody. Like, please get the fuck out of here. Which is why we are no longer referring to Drake as Drake. Drake is no longer MC in my eyes. I've been calling he is him Aub- Aub- for a minute. He like. is Aubrey from now on. <laughs> like for real, for real. Another reason that I thought the the um Drake's response was fake or didn't exist is because why would the response go at Kanye more than Pusha T? Kanye ain't even in it. So how how could it end? Why would it end Kanye West's career more than Pusha T's? It don't even make sense. Don't put Ye in my verses. I want all of the curses, man. Come on, listen. And then let's let's go over how many times Jay Prince's story has changed. Because originally it was I called Drake. Then it was Drake called. No, first it was Drake called me. Then it was I called Drake. And then today he's been saying Kanye called him. Then it was. I heard the diss track, it was going to be damaging. Then it w- went from that to, I heard the ingredients of the diss track, it wasn't actually recorded. And he even, and that's the thing, he's contradicting himself so much. Like, this is just, this is all propaganda to say, help Drake save face. And Drake pulled out the biggest weapon he had. He didn't have any bars, so he had to go to uh, Jay Prince. That's basically what happened. And let me tell you this, the reason, and the thing is, don't forget Pusha T's from Virginia. Jay Prince is an OG, but the OG's in Virginia... See, and and I think I think that's why Pusha T went so hard. Like, I think in the back of Pusha T's mind, he knew Drake wouldn't really respond because, like I said before, Drake has never had this type of pressure on him at all, like at all throughout his entire like music career, like at all. And he has been exposed. Drake, like all you Drake fans, first of all, fuck y'all. Second of all, this man has been exposed and you cannot deny you cannot deny that this man has been exposed and I don't want to hear shit else like it was all cute when he was dropping like the invoice and all that yeah. shit like it was oh, all petty petty oh, game oh, make sure make sure you pay the and, invoice nah and come on let Drake his only response to like he hasn't shown his face 
Like he hasn't done an interview. He ain't been seen in public. He has not been seen. The only the only thing we got is he wrote a note. He responded to to the story added down with a note on Instagram story. That shit disappeared after twenty four hours. So basically, what Drake did is he wrote an angry letter. He's white. This this is what this is what we this is what happened. This is what they do. It's like turning the white. That's exactly what happened. I, and, and then oh let's not even go over the post since then like i'm in a i'm in what did you say y'all y'all don't even know the stuff i've been like like come on i'm done i'm I'm done with arby bro i'm so done. clearly this beef is officially dead arby get the fuck out of here he can't he can't throw, he can't throw no more subliminals at nobody and like, i will say this goodbye. because i know nobody else will because who jay prince is jay prince needs to get the fuck up out of here too Nobody wants to hear about your little whack ass book. I get it. You're an OG. I understand what you did. First of all, you get on all these radio shows. I'm expecting you to have a scary ass voice. You sound like Michael Jackson clone. Fuck Jay Prince. Like, get the fuck up out of hip hop, bro. I'm sorry. You done great for the, 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 the history of hip hop, but you just ruined the one good thing going on trying to save this bitch ass simp Drake. I don't respect you. Fuck that. You got to go. You got to get the fuck up out of here with him. Take, take your baby and get the fuck up out of here. Take your little ugly ass baby. Yeah. Two things. Two things about Jay Prince, right? Apparently, he owns two islands, which I thought was yes. kind of dope. Second of all, he sound like, and I, and if this is disrespectful, edit this out. But he sound like the people that use the joint on their neck. Like, <laughs> oh. I don't know what this shit called, but that's what he sound like. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. Let's move on. Let's move on. What we got next? Jay Prince is going to send somebody to look for me, man. We're we're here to celebrate the life of one Aubrey Drake Graham. And one would ask, who is Aubrey Drake Graham? Is he an entertainer? Is he a rapper? Is he an actor? Is he a professional troll? I think Aubrey Drake Grant was just simply a kid from Toronto that loved hip hop. He loved it so much, he infiltrated it, made his way to the top. He In every medium of the culture, Drake was there. He made music from every corner of the United States, from the Bay down to Texas, to Atlanta, Florida, back up to New York. His sound had no bounds because that's what Drake did. He loved it so much that when a new rapper was emerging, he'll jump on the song to show his appreciation. That's what Drake did. He gave us a great vocalist by the name of The Weeknd. He gave us a mediocre album after album. But as long as he continued making day party anthems, nobody would ever question his MC ability. He finally had a coming age of mo- coming age of age moment where he called out Terrence Thornton on wax. Due to the story of Adonai and a J Prince ceasefire, Aubrey is no longer with us. But if he could leave us with one thing and one thing only, if you're reading this obituary, it's too late. Moment of silence, please. Next, we're gonna talk about uh, two new albums that dropped within the last week. Uh, we got Kanye West Joint, Yay, and then we got Black Thought and Ninth Wonder with Streams of Thought. Uh, let's talk about the Yay first because I figure we won't be on that that long. Um, so. I'm sure you guys have listened to the seven tracks. Uh, what do you guys feel about it? <laughs> um, I don't love it, and I don't hate it. I, my sentiments, exactly. Like, I got nothing else. I got nothing else. <laughs> Here, I'll elaborate a little bit more, only because I know, I know people are expecting us to talk about a little bit more. If you go into this album 
not thinking about what Kanye has done previously. If you look at this, it's kind of a new artist. Like this, this doesn't stack up with the college dropouts and the late registrations, but it stacks up with the Uzi, little Uzi Verts and the Takashi Six Nines. So if you look at it, I'm and I don't mean that disrespectfully. I listened to the album. I hated it the first time through. I listened to it a couple more times. I realized I don't like a single chorus on this on this album. And it, I, I respect the creativity of what he tried to do as an artist. Like as as someone who likes to create, I respect that he wanted to do something different and out the box. But come on now, you Kanye West man, and and you know what? I'm sorry, but this go. This is why Kanye's the biggest loser out this Drake and uh, Pusha T beef because Drake called him out for his writing. Them Ghostwriters must have not came through on this album, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not. It's not horrible. It's not good. I'll say it's slightly above horrible that's what i'll say it is i, I can see I mean, I mean i do like you know i do like ghost down and wouldn't leave and i know those aren't like the best songs but okay like that's i mean fam like i don't i'm not forcing myself to listen to it though like the first time through i hate bro like i, I cut that shit off by the third song i don't know what the, fuck the third song was, <laughs> I, was like, I, I can't do this shit What's interesting is like, <clears throat> so the first time through, I, okay, I was like, all right, you know, it's not, again, it's not great. It's just okay. I actually like the song Yikes, but like if you, li- listening back again, none of these songs really sound finished. I don't know if I'm tripping, but they don't sound like the master cop, you know, like the, like the final version of the, what the songs could be. So all of these songs too were recorded in the last three weeks. So when you that, say it doesn't seem finished. That's probably why. That's probably that's why. That's probably why. And, and which he had why. all he had all of his industry heavy hitters. Like you hear Charlie Wilson on there. You hear uh, Dream singing on there too. So I'm like, the, okay. I feel like Charlie Wilson like lives in like a cryogenic tube, and like <laughs> like any artist who wants to do a feature pays for him to get thawed out for for that week, and they feed him and stuff. Then he has to go back in his tube because like mm-hmm. we're like Charlie Wilson legitimately should be in a nursing home right now. Here's my theory on Charlie Wilson, right? Y'all seen Men in Black, the first one, right? Yeah. yeah. Y'all know the y'all know the little alien that was inside the bitch, like <laughs> human. That's what the fuck Charlie Wilson is. <laughs> Bro, I'm y'all, done. Y'all, I forgot I'm what the choice was called. Bro, that, that's I'm literally done. what somebody I'm somebody done. wearing a Charlie Wilson suit. Like he really it, did though. Yes. <laughs> yes. Like the Illuminati. Um who we got next, <laughs> Johnny? So right. <laughs> All right, so move, moving on to the next album, uh, we got Black Thought and Ninth Wonder with uh, Streams of Thought. I think it's Volume One, actually. So this album is only five songs. The to- the whole album is seventeen minutes, but it's pure bars, like straight bars. This is exactly the type of album I love to listen to, especially like when I'm in the car or something. Just seventeen minutes of just straight heat, and. This is probably the first album in a long time that I finished and I wanted more. Maybe because it was only five songs. It was 10 songs. I probably would have been satisfied, but I really wanted more. So I'm hoping there's like a volume two within the next well before December. Um, So what do you guys think about this album? Hayes, we'll come to you first. Listen, this is got to be the best. Seriously, no jokes aside. Five tracks or any any album EP that's five tracks or less. The best. Like he, like you said, this was a bar exam. Not to to quote one of our favorite rappers. Not only him, Rhapsody rapped her fucking ass off. Come on, Styles Come P on. has not rapped this good in at least a decade. Like ev- everything about it, the production fit fit the 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 t- like 
the album flowed together very well from the the verses to the to the way the songs played out to like how he rapped on them to the to the minimal choruses that he has on it everything about this is just like you said it's the perfect uh i'm just gonna sit it's what 17 minutes i'm gonna sit i'm a vibe Mm -hmm. like if i if i still smoke weed this will be what i listen to when i live (laughs) yeah i i like to point out ninth wonders production on this this album um although five songs 17 minutes not very very long project but ninth wonder still has a, a level giving you quality beats like quality beats like i really enjoyed like you know what was the ninth versus ninth wonder versus thought or thought versus ninth wonder something like that right that i mean break base i mean i like the whole album but two through two through four like that's the song with rhapsody and the song with styles bruh mm-hmm. yeah now i have an interesting take now Styles's verse right now i did like it let me start off by saying that mm-hmm. i feel like his verse was out of place on this album like i don't think his verse matched the intensity of that particular song and it also did match the intensity of the album overall i'm not saying it was bad i just don't think it matched the intensity it just felt out of place i respect that critique i can't mm-hmm. i can't argue that at all because because black it, thought was coming out. with some heat black thought yeah. was coming and he wanted every verse for you to realize this man is rapping his ass off so i, I feel yeah, it this is like his like his first like his his first official solo project, right? If I'm not mistaken, he, he yeah, everything wait. else has been with the Roots. He had he had the live mixtape in 2015. Was that just him? Because mm. I know I it wasn't think. a Roots project, but anyway, yeah. yeah, but yeah. So Black Thought, thank you. We need more. We need we need more solo projects from you black thought please like please we need a volume two this year like for real so now we're going to move to the main topic of the evening or of the episode favorite remixes ralph and i were talking the other day and we got to talking about remix you know remix songs and how bad boy how bad boy pretty much ran remixes for a long time and Mm -hmm. how underrated the so so deaf remixes really were so I brought the I brought this topic to Hayes and Ralph. You know, what are you guys' favorite remixes? So we're gonna we're gonna break them down. I think they I think y'all got three, but if you got more, let's come with that too. So who wanna take it first? Uh I'll go first. Uh I'll try to keep I only got four. Uh I'll start with the uh, Craig Mack, Flavor in Year remix. I figured one of y'all was gonna say that, so <laughs> I purposefully I, left that off my me list. Me too, because I knew one of y'all was gonna say it. So. <laughs> exactly. I mean, one of the greatest, you know, remixes of all time. You know, one of the greatest posse cuts. You know, you got all these New York MCs on there doing their fucking thing, and obviously, you know, the iconic Biggie verse, man. That was a, like just a way, like everything about the song, like bad boy. It's like, yep, <laughs> like the way everything started off. So, you know, I will leave it there. Um, I actually got Puff Daddy and the family been around the world. Mace and Carl Carl Thomas. Okay. Like very like Diddy was just spitting out stuff after Biggie, you know, Biggie go. <laughs> like Diddy was just getting them out. And it was a lot of Mace stuff that was out there. So I, I really enjoyed that remix. <sighs> y'all know I'm going. Y'all know where I'm going. Y'all y'all should know some of Jay Z. Oh Diamonds uh Sierra Leone remix. Damn it. Come on now. Yeah. Come on now. Come on. Now. Come on. <clears throat> They, yeah, they gotta be on there. The epitome of uh, Jay Z's retirement <laughs> phase. <laughs> like he went through this retirement phase where he just gave us bars. Like it was like every remix he jumped on, he was fucking niggas up 
every remix. But this was like the epitome of it because he talked so much shit in that verse. That's why it's, it's there. Now, my last one, another Jay-Z remix. <laughs> um, excuse me, Miss Remix. Uh, uh, the La 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 joint. Where, uh, okay. <laughs> from the Bad Boys 2 soundtrack. Basically, I like, you know... Uh, I never make the news again. My man's a shooter. And he pointed at Beans. And then he got arrested like two months later? <laughs> and, and, then, and then Beans was like, I'm going to shoot you. Like, I'm going to shoot you. I'm like. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, I, it's like arguably one of those remixes where I kind of like it better than the original song. Absolutely. And I mean, I mean, the beat, like Pharrell, bro, Pharrell was giving Jay some heat back in like between like 01 and 04, bro. Right. All the heat. So that was one of those songs that was just kind of like a throwaway almost because he just put it on a Blueprint 2.1 album. It wasn't even an official album, but that's all I got for my remixes, bro. That's what's up. <clears throat> I liked it. I kind of figured you would. Uh, I knew well, Jay-Z I was going to be heavy have, on this. One of y'all would have those, especially the Flavin' Year remix. I mean, because it's, uh, you know, it's iconic. So One more, one more. Uh, oh, go, the, go ahead. Uh, Walk It Out remix. Okay. Okay. Because okay. the, the three thousand was th- yeah, like yeah. it was so funny because you didn't think three stacks would jump on a song like that, even though he's from Atlanta. And the stuff he was talking about was like almost like talking shit about the people that would listen to this song. Absolutely. <laughs> so okay. That, now that and then the throw some D's remix. Oh, oh yeah, he killed that. That was that was the summer of three K, but uh yeah. <laughs> um Hey, you take it. All right, so my my first one is one of my all-time favorite songs, period. I'll be there for you. You're all I need to get by. The remix, the Puff Daddy mix. Because there's like eight mixes of that song. Like, seriously, (laughs) there's like eight mixes. But the Puff Daddy mix, uh, that was the one that actually did the video to um, Method Man and Mary J. Blige. It's just one of the great, great songs. Um, The next one, the next one got to be Buddy, De La Soul. With Q-Tip oh, okay. Okay, and Queen Latifah and Monet Love, just old that. school, old school. Um, okay, you 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 remember it? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. all right. The next one, Nappy Heads, the Fugees, the remix. Mm, okay, I'm nah, hitting I'm y'all familiar. with stuff that y'all didn't even yeah. think about. I'm looking at y'all faces like y'all didn't even. Mm-hmm. And then the next one, <laughs> the next one, and my last one, Shook Ones Part Two, Mob Deep. Okay, all right, I can feel that one. I. So. I I definitely feel that one. See, all of mine are from like the 2000s. <laughs> so this is going to be interesting. Okay. All right. So my first my first one is like my personal favorite remix of all time. It's the Like a Pimp remix. David Banner, Twist and Buster Rhymes. Now, only because, well, I'm sure y'all know why. But of oh, yeah. course, Tw- Twist is like, of course, one of my favorite rappers. And so is Buster Rhymes. You know, they Twisted definitely started the song off going in. David Banner was cool. You know, he tried to keep up a little bit. You know, we, he couldn't. And then Buster Rhymes just finished the song out, just killing it. So that's definitely my favorite um, remix. So the next one, the Get Low remix Ooh. with Buster Rhymes and Elephant Man. That's just, that shit just feel good. And <laughs> that's back when, like, the reggae shit was, like, infiltrating hip-hop. Elephant Man, do that, do that, you know, edit that shit in because that shit hard. You gotta edit that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking about the video. Like I really haven't. I probably haven't heard this song since then. Right. Right. Okay. All right. So my next one is the Commas remix. 
Oh, with uh, Rick Ross, Wayne, and Big Sean. Yeah, I know. I, I was surprised at myself for saying Big Sean, but first of all, the commas beat is like probably the bit like to me is one of the hardest beats of the two thousands. Like that beat is just crazy. Rick Ross floated all over that song. Mm-hmm. Wayne actually floated on that song too, and surprisingly to myself, Big Sean actually killed that damn song. I was like, damn, well, I can't believe I like this shit. He's a feature killer. Like now, if you talk about his stuff, like his solo stuff, that's different. Now, yeah. if he gets on a feature, that's you know, that's different. Now, I wanted to mention uh, the song "Ladies Night," but I wasn't sure if that was a remix. Well, Angie Martinez, Lil Kim, Left Eye Missy. That's I don't more think of that a remix. remake than a that's remake. Like a remake, yeah, a remake yeah, not a re- okay. Cool. So yeah, I like that song, but we can throw that out. Now, I want to ask y'all: Do y'all remember the game song "One Blood"? Oh yeah, when they, they had into- a remix, they had like twenty. 20 people on it. And it was everybody who didn't like 50 Cent at the time. Yeah. Ja was on it. Game was on it. Jada Kiss and most of the locks was on, it. was on it. Fact, like, it was everybody who had a problem with 50 at that time was just like, you know what, fuck That shit had to be like 13 minutes long. Like, I think I remember downloading that shit on LimeWire. Like, real talk. I, I gotta mention this because no, I don't think any of us mentioned it. And this is one of the best ones of all time. All about the Benjamins, Puff Daddy, Lil Kim, Locks, Notorious, and that's why I stayed. I tried to stay away from that, even though I picked Flavor in here. But I was like, somebody's gonna have all about the Benjamins, so let me try something else. Like, I figured one of y'all would have that too. And then okay, I got one more, one more. Mm-hmm. The um, special delivery remix. Oh, absolutely. G-Dep. Yeah, G Dep. Yeah. Go Where did they find G Dep at to make that remix? It was like. He faded. He was gone, and he came back out. It was hot. Then he talked about coming out with another album. Disappeared again. Yeah, <laughs> well, he in jail, right? No. Yeah, I'm talking yeah. about around that time, though. I'm talking oh, about when nah. that song, the remix, came out. Oh man, I'm surprised none, neither one of y'all picked the Annie Up remix. You know, I, I mean, I mentioned it on, like, it was on man. one of my other lists. So yeah, yeah. Quiet yeah. Storm remix with Lil Kim, Mob Deep. Nobody mentioned that either. So. Yeah, it, it was like we tried to stay away. I, I tried to stay away from the obvious joint. Yeah, me too. Then again, yeah. you know. Uh, Let's also I, mention the Touch It remix, Buster Rhymes. I was, which one? Which one we talking about? Because it's the like thing, <laughs> the one with all of them when they put when they put all the verses on the on the on the remix. All right, yeah, because I didn't the one with Eminem. Like Eminem performed that on a live show, but I don't think it ever made it, was it all, like a like a no, white version, right? Yeah, yeah, it was Eminem, think, oh, okay. Papoose, Lloyd Banks, Missy Elliott. All, they performed it at like the VMAs or something one year, and it was but funny because a, that's when Lloyd Banks and Papoose was having problems, and they were on stage, kind of right next to each other and looking at each other like nigga. I wish you. <laughs> but no, it's a it's a it's like another version. They got Mary J, uh, Remy Ma. Like oh, I know yeah. it's some. It's another. Uh, that's what I'm saying. It's like a few. Like <laughs> it's a couple of them, man. Yeah, that's what I was just saying. The extended one because I heard <laughs> I heard a, a version they had everybody all, all like yeah. it was four different remixes, right? So they put them all together, so it yeah. had everybody on it. Yeah, like it was like 18 crazy. minutes long, right? Facts. But now nah, that was a man, that was a fire ass beat though. But yeah, man, we love remixes, man. Right? Remixes keep the culture going. Okay, I got one more. I'm sorry, one more. <laughs> This is the last one, I promise. Where the party at remix? Don't tell me Bow Wow then then spaz on that song. (laughs) Don't tell me. You mean you mean who wrote his verse spazzed on the song? Delivered it. He delivered it. (laughs) Probably Clifford Harris. (laughs) That's a great song though. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, listeners with Nelly in. Oh, when he, he killed KRS One, hell yeah! 
Cordell Hayes talk to that old nigga. <laughs> he said he he should be the first rapper to get a rapper's pension. pension. Like, come on, he ain't had a hit since the Corliss Mike invention. Come, what? <laughs> what? Come on, man. Come on, talk right. that shit. Talk hey. that shit. <laughs> but no, I think I think KRS One was even confused by it. Like he like the man who his whole career is based off him demolishing rappers. He, he was. He not even respond to them. Like what? Like, <laughs> he was just like, you know what? I'm too the the uh, the Danny. Glo- I'm too old for this shit. That's what that's what it was. Because <laughs> he wasn't expect he wasn't expecting that. KRS was not expecting that. That shit is crazy. That's funny. That's like you having beef with an old man and walking up into the nursing home and smacking him as he's eating his pudding, like. <laughs> You remember when you kicked me off your yard, old man? Johnny, watch out, because you know you be kicking them kids. <laughs> Get the fuck off my, off my lawn, goddammit. All right, man, let me let you exit. I'm sorry, we didn't cut you off like three times. Cut me off like eight times. No, but <laughs> so, listeners, we want to know what you guys' favorite remixes are. Because <laughs> we, we we went through all of ours. Um, So hit us up. You can email us at thebreaksmedia at gmail.com or you can tweet us um, at the breaks radio on Twitter. So we're going to sign off. Uh, Ralph, let the people know where they can find you. Yes. The mind of Ralph on Instagram and Twitter. Hayes. And you can find me at CEO Hayes is at CEO H A I Z E. Yeah. Yep. And I am Johnny. You can find me on Twitter at J O N two underscores and the letter B. And that's the breaks radio. It's another episode fellas. And we out. Peace. Peace.
on my waist to make the 